Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the BRB AFK podcast. I am your humble producer, Boston. Joining us today is Scott. Why, thank you for the uh, introduction there, sir. I don't recognize that movie quote. Oh, it's from uh, 1944. It's a really obscure movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were calling you a dick back in 76. Um, <laughs> nice. And our illustrious host, uh, Ryan Shipley. Thank you. And fitting that you're playing Alice Cooper School's Out for Summer, since we're kind of on our summer break right now. Oh, nope. good, point. We, we, good point. We're in an interesting time, yes. I, yes. yes. Taking it one podcast at a time. It feels yeah. so weird to have gone with this long without recording, too. It feels yeah. like yeah. it's not right or something, you know? Yeah, we've gone we've gone a little long between episodes, and that's because we haven't, like I said, the podcast, Boss and I have been doing it for over three years now, and with Scott, two years, and we've never really had a real break, and there's been a lot of weird things going on in our lives, and also, like, the world is on fire, so we decided before the Patreon and everything that we would take, like, a... Like a kind of like a like a break, like a I guess yeah. a summer break. Like when was the last time you had a summer break? How when did you graduate high school, Boston? Uh, I graduated in two thousand and three. Okay, Scott. Ninety eight. And me ninety five, ninety four, ninety five. I can't remember. I'm old. So it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute since we had a summer break. Yeah. So we decided. I think to give we. Ourselves... I think we owe it to ourselves. We you did. Know, we have a little we bit of a break. To ourselves, but because we're <laughs> such good people. We're doing this quick PDQ, and then next in the next few weeks, we're going to have a very special one of episode where the podcast pals finally meet. Oh, I know. Yes, meet. Yeah, yeah, not reunite. Well, not I guess reunite. they're going to be reuniting because hopefully Will is going to be on the podcast. So. Oh, he's going <gasps> to happen. Yeah. Oh, you haven't heard this, Boston? Oh, oh he didn't, didn't tell Boston? Oh, oh. no. I had, I had heard I was just being a... Oh, okay. I've not seen Boston in a hot minute. That's okay. Boston is a good actor. He tricked us all. I know. All. He fooled me. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing us that he didn't know that Will was coming on the podcast. That's right. I think that's, that's right. the saying. I think that's close enough, yeah. Basically, what I'm gathering from that is that Boston is the devil, is what I'm gathering from this. Uh, that should Finally. have been obvious, like, from the beginning. <laughs> there have been hits and shrewd in each episode right. we've done. Hey, he's been very good at hiding it, though, you know? He is the devil, after all. That one time he accidentally referred to himself as Beazzlebob. <laughs> I thought he was just being adorable. Is all that's what I thought yeah. it was. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? There's a uh, there, there was a phenomenon that has been uncovered recently of young, especially Catholic girls, apparently having terrifying nightmares of being the next chosen daughter of Christ. No, no. Yeah, so that's a, so that's a thing you should check out at some point. Oh, yes, I'm going to. What? That, so, there is a very common thing where. Uh, so a lot of a lot of young girls, after yeah. reading about uh, the birth of Christ and the whole you know, magical pregnancy thing, yeah. that they started fearing that they were going to be the, the next in line or they were oh, going to be wow. the next ones, and it was a painful nightmares for some of these girls. So, like, uh, is this a new thing, or has it been going on for a while? It's been going on for a while, but it's one of the great things of the internet. Now people can like share ideas about it and be like, oh. Oh, that wasn't just me. Okay, cool. Right. So people now right. that are older are sharing, hey, this has happened to me when I was, what age are we talking? I've started noticing amongst, you know, some 30-year-olds, but it, it seems to span a lot of a lot of age groups. No, when they started having these dreams. Uh, usually very young, like five or six. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My parents were never really religious, so I never went through that growing up, but I would imagine 
as a child hearing about hell and all that stuff would freak me out. Oh, yeah. I used to have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. I used to have debilitating nightmares about uh, the Book of Revelations. Really? I get it. I had I get that. vivid nightmares about the world ending and uh, seas of boiling blood covering up like downtown Knoxville. Oh. As like a child? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, assuming you were, you were brought up in that environment. It, they, they did somewhere around their teens, I think. <laughs> now, my theology when I was young that was when you died, you became a cartoon. Yeah, see that that, that I can get behind, I can get behind that. I swear to God, that's what I thought, and my grandma just looked at me and just shook her head, <laughs> like crying. Why? What is wrong? Now, with did you? you get to pick your cartoon? No, I don't know. See, I didn't get that far into it. I just assumed. Oh, okay. Whenever you watched a cartoon, that was all all dead people. Gotcha, gotcha. Because you know, when you're young and you first learn about death, that hits you hard, right? Oh yeah. Like, like that's one of the so he has to he has to like to he has to like cope with it somehow you know yeah 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 it's uh it's gotta be weird see how the formula went here uh i started off on a tangent based on something that ryan said yes. he <laughs> got distracted i tried to bring uh-huh. it back yes. get distracted uh-huh. again yes. so now i'm gonna go ahead and tackle the relevancy before we get back on track okay that's about the norm for us yeah we're we've not lost a beat <laughs> nope nope yeah. there, there was a long period of time that i thought i was the antichrist did you really Okay, yes. so I got to go on this. What were your what were going to be your plans? I, I had none, or at least I was going to try and uh, I was going to try and good omens it and be like, well, what if I'm just like not a dick? Okay, that's oh, good. okay. But one of the one of the things because one of the defining features that's always been taught to me at least about the Antichrist was that, uh, especially because my mother was huge into those uh, Tribulation Force books. Oh boy, okay. The ones that Kirk Cameron love so yep. much and we had the one Nicolas cage movie that was okay oh you're talking about the left behind series. yeah left behind. Okay. Uh, right, right. so the left behind the left behind books uh or left behind is part of a series of books called the tribulation force anyway <laughs> secretly that's their real name not the left behind oh, books okay uh-huh. all right left behind is probably just better marketing well if they well if they keep doing the same they keep doing the first book over and over again because the rest of them get batshit crazy oh do they Oh yeah, um, the... didn't they also do a kids spinoff series? Yes, really. Wow. Because originally it was supposed to be a, like a young adult novel, like along like the Hunger Games type stuff, and then they're like, "Ooh, maybe we should make it younger." Yeah, they, mm-hmm. the, the spinoff series was called Left Behind the Kids, and according to Google, six spinoffs. Wait, no, mm-hmm. I take that back. This person on Amazon is selling uh, all forty of them. Left Behind the yeah, Kids series, right. volume 40? 1 through 40. Yes. Wow. Because it's wow. it's amazing. It's amazing the amount of fiction they will consume. And then, never mind. Uh, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for this yeah. podcast. No, not for this podcast. <laughs> but if you're into Left Behind and you want to read the kids, you have there a you lot go. of reading. Now you know books. it's there. Read Discworld instead. You'll but. probably get time right. Right, you'll probably end it right before the rapture hits. If you start now, <laughs> if uh, you start now, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Good timing, anyway, uh, so that's crazy. So, you, when did you decide you weren't the Antichrist? Uh, I'll be honest. I'm still not entirely sure. Okay. Yeah. More importantly, what made you believe that you were? I oh. do have haters. That's right. I have. There are people out there that mm-hmm. do not like me, and that makes me happy. Because it's also one of the fun things I love when people talk about, like, Ob- saying Obama's the Antichrist or even Trump's yeah. the Antichrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of 
one of the primary definitions of having the power of the Antichrist is that all doubt slides off of you. Mm, okay. Like, phys- like people cannot, people, they, they look at you and you're just like, ah, you're good, you're okay. Yeah, so like, everybody, like, fall, everybody falls for right. it pretty much. Yeah, like you could have the dead, like you could be like, like cutting a kid's throat like right in front of them, and they're like, eh. Oh, that's like, okay, dude. There's gotta be a reason for it. So there's yeah. a really uh, cool comic book that's being turned into TV series right now uh, by Mark Millar. He's the guy who created Kick-Ass. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. A lot of people dislike Millar's work, but this is one of his better books. It was, it's a writ, It's drawn by Peter Grossi that did a lot of Sandman stuff. It's called okay. the first. It's called Chosen, the Chosen Trilogy, and it's basically about Jesus is born in America, and the Antichrist is also born in America, and they're on this basically. Uh, the Antichrist has become the president of the United States, and Jesus, who is an immigrant, um, has to stop the Antichrist. Um, it's a cool. So they've only done the first two <sighs> yeah, that sounds, of the trilogy. Yeah, that sounds, sounds like Malar. Um, they've unfortunately had some bad goings in filming it uh a few weeks ago in mexico there was a car crash that killed three of them three of the actors that are actually oh wow our show um i think netflix netflix went all in on the mark millar they bought everything that mark millar has made um this is the only one that i'm excited to see because as i grew older i've grown to really not like mark millar as a writer Mm. Um, kind of the same way. It's hard for me to read a lot of Garth Ennis stuff now. Once, once you realize that, it, it, as as much as you enjoy it, like he is kind of a one trick pony sometimes. Kind of a one trick pony, and it's all just too. Is it nihilistic? Would that be the word I want to use here? Um, nihilistic is one way to put it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think he goes a little more into the absurd, but yeah, uh, definitely. But, but yeah, the, but the idea uh, that everything's everything sucks and yeah, there's, but there's nothing good. If you don't like Mark Millar, but do want to read something that he wrote that's actually good, there's two, the Force 2 version, uh, Chosen and American Jesus are collected in trades right now, and they're probably the best that you're going to get from Mark Millar. (laughs) Okay. So is American Jesus, like, separate, or? American Jesus was the second in the planned trilogy. Um, I think the problem is the artist, Peter Gross, is very uh, not, like, somebody that can be trusted to do anything on time. Uh, so there's been a huge there's a huge leap between the first book chosen and the second book american jesus they haven't done the third book yet um i'm not sure how the netflix series would be because like one like i said there was a unfortunately uh, an accident on the set um yeah. but netflix has not been really happy with mark millar stuff they did that jupiter's legacy that i think um went one year <laughs> and got completely oh yeah that did not, yeah they didn't last oh, yeah, it, it, and I think the cartoon Super Crooks did okay, but that was one of his better uh, books too. How long did that last for? Kingsman was Mark Millar. Kingsman is Mark Millar too. The first one's okay, second one not so good, and the new one that just came out, (laughs) I have I have been attempting to watch it for three weeks now. Holy crap! I'm thirty. I'm thirty minutes in. (laughs) Okay, Kim loved them. Uh, okay. and she actually one? thought she thought the third one was the best in her opinion mm. but she was very biased because she had le- recently been um, she follows a lot of really weird 
uh, YouTubers and such. Okay. Uh, specifically, uh, Caitlin Doherty of um, Ask a Mortician. Okay. And so she had just learned a whole bunch about uh, Rasputin and Anastasia mm-hmm. and all of the the stuff okay. that happened to the Romanov family. Yep. And the fact that like they they hit every they hit every historical beat correctly. Like, yes, it was trumped up and uh, exaggerated for the film, but they still like, it was still there. They kept it as canon. Okay, so and she, so she, she lost her shit about that. that. Okay, I get it. I, I can get where that would be because uh, he is a cool character that I can tell so far in the movie. But like I said, I am not far in that movie. Um, I, 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 I've been falling asleep watching it. And that's something I usually don't do. I don't fall asleep really watching TV or yeah, movies or same, anything. Same. Shut your mouth, Scott. Don't make this episode <laughs> awkward. I will I will cancel us for another month. I will Oh I will shit. This, I will put this podcast on another hiatus. Uh oh. Yeah. Um so one thing we've done during the hiatus is uh Scott and I um ended up uh um last Saturday taking our friend's daughter uh to see a movie. And unfortunately, she picked a new Minions movie. Mm, um, she did. Uh, she loved it. She oh, that, that was, was the whole like, point. Yeah, yeah she like... was cracking. She was cracking up the whole time. Scott, because he is able to fall asleep so easily, slept through half of the movie until she realized that he was sleeping. Yeah. And then it was and on then, after that. Yeah, then she would not let him uh, no sleep anymore. She would look at me every few minutes, make sure I was awake, or if I was remotely starting to doze off she could hear it and turn around <laughs> look at me it's like i was so i managed to you know get at least 30 40 minutes nap <laughs> and then, then it was then it was done <laughs> yeah and we also didn't know that her parents don't let her have uh, caffeine right now and we let oh, her no. get a pepsi float and oh no no pepsi... no 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 sir it's better than that not right now ever yeah she's never had caffeine yes. oh no and we and... gave her a pepsi float <laughs> This Pepsi float was the biggest Pepsi Coke float thing I've ever seen. Uh, and that was the first time she'd had a cat. I don't know how she slept that night. I really no. don't. Oh, she seemed like she was like, she was essentially like her generation's Cornelio. We <laughs> back to, back yeah. to uh, their house. Yeah, she was yes. like, you gotta watch his Minecraft. Watch his Minecraft. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, and you know, it did well the first weekend. It, it's, it's done well. I think Thor knocked it out of uh, the box office this past uh, weekend. But the thing I wanted to talk about is there was a TikTok trend where kids were dressing up in suits, like really nice, fancy looking with ties and everything. Yeah, I'm so glad then, you. I'm so glad you got this out here. And then went to see the Minions movie, where they treated the movie like it was the best thing ever, like laughing oh. at every single line, <sighs> doing huge applause. I think some of them brought bananas. The, the way you were phrasing it was like they they brought banana to like throw at the screen and yes. like cause a ruckus like they I don't think they were actually taking like they were I don't think they were trying to be like seriously enjoying the movie they no were just no no that's to... what I'm saying they're there to be assholes um, yeah one theater got so bad that they ended up having to uh, refund everybody that came to the movie uh, so that was like eleven hundred dollars they missed out on oh so damn. one so one theater put a sign up and the sign kind of went viral. That said, uh, due to recent disturbances following the hashtag gentle minions trend, any group of guests in formal attire will be refused entry for showings of the minions. 
Wow. Okay. So, yeah. So, they're on to you kids of the internet. Uh-huh. Can you imagine somebody shows up in a suit <laughs> and asks for minions? And what if it's poor... just a bunch of church kids, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You yeah. Know, they're wanting to go see minions, and they just have to be all in suits. <laughs> yeah, and can you imagine, too, because they're going to probably buy their tickets online. Oh, So, they're going to show up with the apps, and they're going to go to the ticket yeah. taker. And a ticket taker is going to tell them, I'm sorry, but you we have to give you a refund because you're dressed nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, the throwing... Somebody who like who like ha- hadn't got the memo and like was just there on their own being like, I feel like going to a movie looking nice today. Yeah. Yeah. Like that still happens to some old people. Like when I voted, um the last time I voted, there were um people in line, like usually older people, that were dressed really nice. Yeah. What did they start doing at, a, at voting? Too sorry, <laughs> sorry, you we can't, can't fall for your shenanigans. You're gonna, yes. you're gonna come in here and pretend like you're gonna vote, and you're just gonna start throwing bananas at everybody. Yeah. Not this hey. time, Satan. We've got your number. I mean, personally, if any, if I knew anybody that took voting that seriously, I would tell them to stay home too. <laughs> That's for a different episode. Yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting because it was, um. Because I voted on my birthday for 2020. That was my birthday present to myself was I was going to vote against Trump. Uh, Right, right. And it was super warm that day. We'll vote against Trump. Just a little. Now, was it warm or did you just give yourself a warm, fuzzy feeling inside because you you, you did that? (laughs) It (laughs) was a little bit of that, but it was also very warm. Okay. Because, you know, our climate now in middle of October, it's like still stupid hot. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the one story I wanted to share for you. Do you have anything to talk about, Scott? Uh, I, well, yes, I do actually. Okay. Uh, something I recently recently discovered about our our uh, Elden Ring uh, game. Oh, fun! Uh, so, how many hours do you think you have into this game, Ryan? I have right at if I'm if I'm if I'm around it about 165 hours, and I never okay. beat it. Yeah, I'm probably somewhere. You know, I know I'm over 100. I'm sure. I, okay. I, ever since I got frustrated and got mad at a certain thing, I haven't went back to it yet. So I'm not Same. going through. But yeah, it's got to be somewhere close to 100 ish over. Anyway, there is there's one person who has actually hit what is called the max playtime in this game, meaning that there's an inter. Apparently, there's like a, you know there's an internal clock uh, that tracks all your game time. And let me find the actual time limit. He hit 999 what? hours, point fifty nine, point fifty nine. Oh, so, that, so it was like it was like the computers were going to be in 2K. It didn't. Yes, okay. yes, exactly. Okay, like exactly. Really? Yeah. Yes, uh, it says it says that the uh, the internal rings internal clock refuses to move past nine 999.59 mark. What happened? Effectively hitting the maximum amount of time. The game can calculate. Do you get a Donkey uh, so, Kong kills screen at that point? <laughs> I don't know. You should get something. You know. Yeah, but you can still uh, keep playing, right? Like he's still. Playing? Yes, it, it just doesn't record it. Uh, it's it's like the game doesn't doesn't know that doesn't refuses to acknowledge that you're playing past that that amount of time. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, does Steam remember though? Is that the important part? Ah, oh, that's a good question. Um, it says internal clock, so <sighs> Steam might remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. Because I, I remember. I know. Uh, did, did did either of you ever play uh, Morrowind, uh, Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind back in the day? I have not. Oh played yeah. Any of those oh, games. Dude, oh heck no. yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, so Oblivion, event, uh, if I remember correctly, Oblivion would also do it eventually, but they had a higher threshold. 
but Morrowind was actually renowned for the fact that you could spend too long playing. Like if if you oh, spent right. like there was no actual time limit on the game, but if like that you spent more than like oh god, like four hundred four hundred in game days trying to complete everything. Yeah. Yeah, like your the the world just start like it doesn't know what to do anymore. Like uh everything all all the scripts have run their course, all the 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 weather events have ha- will will stop and like the world will literally start to break down around you because it oh, doesn't wow. know it's run wow. out of like uh memory for that it's uh like, he's still here why is he still here k- kind of <laughs> wow <laughs> um i can tell you one game that does not have that is uh fortnite because the best friend of the show Aylin, who breaking news has finally retired from fortnite Whoa. Um, she did 2,500 hours on the Switch and 3,000 on the Xbox. Dang. Mm. Yeah. Damn. But she says she's finally done right now. I mean, as long as she's All leaving right. with her jacket. Yeah. 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 Now, my question is how much money has she spent in the game? That's a good question. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of hours. That's a lot of hours. Um, yeah. Like, uh, according to the calculation, you'd, you know, the, you'd be playing seven seven out seven point three five hours a day to get the what to max out on Elden Ring for really? when it came out. For when it came out. That's insane. So he and so he did he like share a screenshot of it? Uh yes. Yes, he does. Uh, there's a screenshot showing his in game name. He's level six hundred and forty eight, which yeah. I can see that. Uh and it's got his timestamp right there. Yeah. I have played Elden Ring so much that it's been seven hours and fifteen days. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. That's still, that's still quite See, a bit. <laughs> that's far for our Sinead O'Connor listeners out there. I did a little Sinead O'Connor's joke for you. Oh, and I times. totally didn't get it. <laughs> did you? I think I know Boston did because he sighed. I did not get it. No. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. I didn't fully sigh until you like explained it, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I could uh, tell Scott didn't get it, and it made me no, mad. <laughs> no, I did not get it. Not at all. But that's not insane. So okay. So a quick question. What game do you think you've played the longest of any game out there? Uh, are we calculating? Are you including MMOs in this? MMOs, mobile apps, everything. Uh, probably EverQuest. EverQuest? Okay, I thought yeah, you were saying. I'm sure you said had uh, the Hearthstone game. Uh, that's getting up there. Uh, okay. but I've 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 not played Hearthstone as many years as I've played EverQuest yet. Okay. Uh, I, EverQuest. I mean, I've spent hours and hours on EverQuest back in the day. Okay, uh, so it has to be EverQuest. Like I probably missed out on lots of good games back in the day because of EverQuest. <laughs> you missed out on life experiences. I bet. Yes, yes. I pr- more than likely the correct answer is actually Minecraft. Okay. Oh, okay. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, an argument can be made depending on how we define, you know, if we're defining games. Yeah. As uh, Hearthstone and Magic the Gathering. Okay. Right. No, yeah. I think, I think so. I think I think that's included. But yeah. the only one that I can officially prove is, according to Steam, I have six hundred and thirty-eight point nine hours in Fallout seventy-six. Holy mm. crap! Oh, that's wow. a game, okay. and that's that's saying something, because as everybody that's listened to this podcast for a very long time knows, there was a moment where Boston had a real hate relate. Not even a love hate. It was a hate relationship. It was just a pure hate. I have, I have that. Yeah, it. 
And it just it just goes to show you what what a franchise can do to people. Where I I played it that long, and I mean I wasn't miserable the whole time. Let's be I honest, motherfucker. But like the things that the things that upset me were yeah. enough. Like I would have loved for like the Darwin Project to be up there within those numbers, but I was bad at it, and they they eventually uh, closed up shop. Mm. <laughs> I um I think for me. Um, for a game that I would play like a console game, it was probably Luminous because I could sit there in okay. the dark for hours and play it on my PSP. Yeah, um, I can do that. But it'd be Luminous and then probably on my phone, uh, the Mario Kart and Dr. Mario games because what I do, well, when Dr. Mario was still around too, I could grind while listening to like podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I'm still I'm still mad for you about what the whole I Dr. Am Mario too, thing. man. But um, That's so but, yeah. shitty. But I don't know... I... 999 hours that's a commitment that is a commitment that's a and, lot and you know what Aiden, your commitment too yes yeah that's all power to you yes it's insane. Oh, yeah. I, I, I double checked i had like there's like 400 hours in apex up there too so like really and that's all probably in the last year or so right yep well if we're including like sequels like for for like call of duty with zombies and stuff I, i've put i don't even know how many hours in zombies Okay. Uh, and just the zombies mode like that it, it's it's got to be up there yeah 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 um but no the uh the elden ring there was a time there when it first came out to about the middle of april where i was really addicted to it mm, same man like ridiculously addicted and then i just hit a wall and i just kind of got mad and i try to play games to have fun yeah and when i start getting where ah. i'm screaming and i've slammed the controller into the ground once or twice oh, sure. Sure. I'm like, I had to take a break, and then that break became a week, and then that week became a month, and that month Same. became more months, and yeah, yep. that's how yep. time works. Um, that's <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, what do you have to talk about? Um, actually, I was going to talk about two comebacks real quick. Okay. Um, just because I, I caught them earlier this week, and it piqued my interest. Okay, cool. Apparently, during the, because of the heat wave of 2022, there are a whole bunch of people that you know, like were holding up in their houses and such. And Dragon Fighter Z has made a huge comeback now with people uh, with it being on sale and coming into uh, its own as an actual like competitive game. Okay. Um, so a lot of like people started playing Dragon Fighter Z because of how awful the. Uh, are you talking about Dragon Ball Fighter Z? Dra- yeah, Dragon Ball Fighter Z or Fighters. Um, <laughs> uh huh. Because of the just, heat wave, people are like going, "We're gonna, we we want a fun anime game." Yeah, we want we want something just to distract us. Okay. And then oh, apparently, it is also it also recently gotten uh, its balance issues figured out, so that there are some there are some places that are now running it as a legit. Uh, you know, it's up it's up there now with like Smash Brothers and Street Fighter and some of the others at tournaments. Uh, it's going in, it's basically doing that now, like going out there and being a part of like tournaments. Yep. Uh, apparently, it is. It is considered balanced enough that they are. Uh, they're using it. So. Oh wow! That's it has, it has gotten a, okay. a little resurgence. Yeah, I have never played any of the games, but I like watching videos of them because they look so cool. Uh, some of them were a lot of fun. I played mainly because I was a lo- I was a bunch of we were a bunch of losers in an apartment with a PS2. We played the shit out of the Budokai series. Okay. Back in the day. Yeah. Um, and I will tell you right now, I am very happy. Like it's, it's weird. I'm happy that they now have a, a, a 
a balanced game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things about Budokai is that we let her, we we definitely had our uh, kind of like no odd job uh, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least at least when I was there, mm-hmm. no Yamcha. I want you to think about that for a second. Anybody who's a fan of Dragon Ball Z and knows anything about Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z in, in general, Yamcha in the Budokai series was one of the most broken motherfuckers. Because in the series, he's, he's garbage, right? He's absolutely, that, that's the running gag, is that Yamcha guy's ass kicked again. Yeah. But in the Budokai series, the Wolf Fang Fist was, like, fucking unblockable. Like, I don't know who decided to program it like that, but you could just tear through everybody in no time. And it was, it was, it was. And what was the name of the character again? Yamcha. Okay. It's just like, um, if you're in Judaism, imagine if Yom Kippur was the most powerful holiday. (laughs) I know. I, sorry. I, that was a stretch. I was waiting. I was waiting. I was just waiting yeah. for Austin's reaction. <laughs> the tumbleweed rolls by. Yes. And you know what the best part is? It's not going to get edited out. That's the no. best part. No, no, no. it's not. That's and how we roll here. Yeah. It's not and sacrilegious make a good or bad joke. Um, it's no. not. <laughs> um, it's also amazing what you're talking about, Boston, with Dragon Ball Fighter Z, because I've just looked at it at Google. It came out over four years ago. Yep. Um, January 26, 2018, to be exact. So uh, that's pretty awesome. You said you had another comeback. Um, so it's not LL Cool J, right? Because he said, "Don't call it a comeback." Yeah, he did say <laughs> that. Oh, so it better not be. Don't call yeah. it a comeback. I've had hair for years. Um, yeah. <laughs> so effectively, uh, there's a game that is now coming out to Xbox. Uh, doesn't look like they're coming out to P- PS2 or PS2, PS4, but <laughs> PS5. PlayStation yes. gets nothing anyway. Uh, it's an indie shooter that dropped a sev- like several years ago, and it's been on both uh, PC and Switch. It's called Hypercharged Unboxed, and it's a wave-based shooter similar to Killing Floor or Vermintide or Left for Dead. Okay. Or Back for Blood. Um, yeah. But you play as toys, oh, little action okay. figure toys. And so what they're doing is effectively they're they're pushing the xbox release as if it were a brand new triple a release okay not that they've had you know multiple years to to optimize it yeah yeah and and everyone's buying and apparently everyone's buying it or at least on board with this because they're getting a a whole bunch of hype for the new game for the the new release so it's kind of like the zombies game for call of duty but you're fighting toys instead of zombies um yeah kind Hmm. of Okay. I can get behind that. And there's also, uh, I'm looking here at a picture of a T-Rex covered in what looks like Power Ranger armor firing missiles at you. That's badass. Looks like there's definitely some unique gameplay. Oops. Now, is this going to be Game Pass? It looks like they want it to, but it is not official yet. Yeah, it's got some cool looking stages too, looking at pictures of it online here. Yeah, there was was one I really wish uh, had gotten off the ground. Is this a smart way to do to do a game is like basically once you're going to put it on different systems, it's just treat it like a completely new game. I mean, I think That's so. Super smart. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're essentially getting a new audience, uh, you know, people that may not have had a switch.
Hello, hello everybody, and welcome back to the Big Bingy Theory. So yes, after the 20th time, I am officially back again, which I swear I'm trying not to, I'm really not be able, trying not to be able to make this a thing for this show. Basically, my old computer uh, cracked on me. Uh, it's, after all years of malware and everything else, uh, yeah, it uh, finally took its toll. So during that time of getting money for the new laptop, I of course kept on playing my video games and watching the movies I wanted to see. And uh, I was looking for, like, looking forward to the time to be able to bring it up and talk about it. And uh, when the time came that uh, I did eventually get uh, the new laptop, I realized that there was a plethora of stuff that I was w wanting to talk about for this segment. And when I say a lot. I mean a lot. So much so that it was hard for me to be able to think of where to start from that list uh, when coming back for this segment. So I just said, screw it, I'm just going to do a quick fire dash uh, review of uh, these particular things I have here as a, as a list. So in terms of games, uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, uh, My Friend Pedro, game that came out uh, from Devolver Digital, which is steadily becoming one of my favorite new uh, publishing companies to look out for because the games that they just come out with. Uh, my Friend Pedro is just a lot of fun. Uh, it's basically you just mowing down enemies in parkour style. And meanwhile, you have an imaginary banana that's talking to you. But it's very fun in terms of like combos that you come up with to shoot all these enemies. So I say uh, give that a game a shot if you have a chance. Crash Bandicoot 4 was a lot of fun and it was uh, just great to be able to play like a newly updated Crash Bandicoot game and uh, also thank you developers to show me where exactly I'm going to land when I jump. You have no idea how much that has saved my ass countless times and levels. <laughs> I finally played Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. I knew a lot about this, even hearing about the big spoilers and everything. I've seen the Game Grumps episodes on them, uh, but I wanted to uh, see this game for myself and also see the newly added stuff on here. Actually now playing it, experiencing it myself, it is exactly what I thought it was going to be. But man, was it a ride. And the actual, like in the additional story elements, give you more character details on the, uh, on the girls, which I think is a very nice addition to, this, to, the, to the game. Far Cry 6 was a Far Cry game. Guardians of the Galaxy was a lot of fun, and especially after playing the, the Marvel's Avengers game, I was really hoping that this was not going to disappoint me, and it did not. Uh, even as, like, a... Just coming off from the movies, and I'm not much of a comic book fan, but I think this was a great thing for both hardcore uh, comic book fans and newcomers the combat in and of itself is a lot of fun to do they did a great job of like handling the the team and everything when it comes to playing as as the guardians oh god the grand theft auto trilogy definitive edition yeah i was one of the sorry sexist shit that bought this trilogy game mostly just because they got rid of the original versions and everything before this came out because they wanted to make this the very definitive way for you to own these games and oh my god especially starting off with like grand theft auto 3 like i haven't gotten to san andreas yet and i played like halfway through to uh, vice city but i will say that it has it's gotten better but man i was there for the early times of the grand theft auto 3 uh probably day two or three it was yeah it was pretty bad i finally played cyberpunk 2077 mostly just because it came at a good deal 
to be honest, I, I haven't even finished it. I played it to when I got Keanu Reeves' senpai into my head. Yeah, I haven't really got back into it. I, uh, I'm taking my, I'm gonna take my time with that, because I have a feeling I'm, uh, I'm hoping by the time I get back into it that, uh, some patches will be coming out for it. It will be a much better experience. The Dark Pictures Anthology, thanks to Ryan for giving me a copy for Little Hope, as much as I really appreciate the gift and uh, as much as I uh, enjoy the Dark Pictures anthology, I know these games are meant for replayability and if to see like how things go on a, in a different way, but the way mine ended did not make me want to come back to it. So uh, House of Ashes, the third one, and probably one of my favorites, mostly just because it deals with uh, demon stuff and like demon wings and that kind of thing. And, uh, and right now, close to the end of Bioshock Remastered, the atmosphere in and of itself, it was great to be able to see that again years later. Before that, I did play Bioshock Infinite. Both those games I highly recommend, so uh, I'm kind of curious to see how Bioshock 2 Remastered is going to be. There are a lot more games I can talk about here, but uh, I think that'll, do, that'll be good for right now, so I might as well just move on to the movies. So I'm just going to get this one out of the way. I saw Morbius. Yeah, it, I, I, it's Morbin time. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. Not when it came out re-released after the memes. That was an embarrassment, but uh, no, I uh, I saw it around the first weekend it came out, and uh, oh man, um, what can I say about this movie that hasn't already been said? It's bad. It's 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 bad. But the blue hedgehog saved the day, and the first one's still a little better than this one. But I'm really happy with what they're doing with the series, especially after the post-credit scene. The Batman was fantastic absolutely fantastic it is one of my personal favorite batman films like right next to batman mask of the phantasm now i know some people will probably say like you know oh what are you talking about like his his bruce wayne is so bad and it's like yeah that's kind of the point he's still kind of fresh to like his parents being passed and everything he's this is like the second year of him becoming the batman and him like becoming batman not just the Batman, but Batman. So yeah, he's gonna be a little, you know, he's unfocused when he, especially when he's like trying to balance between uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman. I've always said that that does a great balance between uh, playing as Bruce Wayne and as Batman has always been Michael Keaton for me. So yeah, Robert Pattinson is not gonna be, you know, his Bruce Wayne is not gonna be perfect because that's the whole point. I saw the Michael Bay movie Ambulance, which um, I thought was kind of decent. I thought that the use of the drone mechanics and everything was very, very nice. Uh, you can definitely tell he was having fun with it. After seeing this movie and then like a viral video of a guy that can like maneuver drone through tight spaces and everything and have that, that same kind of like fast uh, experience like he was doing, like uh, that you were watching the drone and everything, or uh, watching an ambulance, sorry, <laughs> that um, I could see, I could see a lot of people having fun with this, a lot of films filmmakers having fun with us in the future. Jackass Forever was exactly what I was hoping for going into this. I've always been a big fan of the Jackass series and this put me in a really good mood afterwards. It was just it was just great to be in a theater full of people who are laughing just as hard as I am. Scream 5 is the best Scream movie since Scream 2. Yeah, I'm being serious. Fantastic Beast 3 was 
completely unnecessary. The Northman is, I think, to me, like, Robert Dacre's, like, one of his best films ever. Like, I, as much as I truly, truly enjoyed The Lighthouse, I think that in an epic scale, this was great. This was great. And uh, I really hope that um, more people get uh, into it, like, now since it's showing that it's streaming on Peacock, because I want more people to get into this to what I think was like one of the most visually stunning and and most brutal films I've seen in a very long time. Now with Top Gun Maverick, I I went in not knowing exactly what I was going to get myself into, uh, coming off of watching the first movie for the very first time, which I will say that the first movie is just a a long music video. That's really all that it is, because like <laughs> you would hear nothing but Danger Zone and Take My Breath Away and 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 and, and whatever else songs playing in the background. It's 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 its own music video. This was like the equivalent of watching of uh, a House of a Thousand Corpses, where I consider that movie to be a long music video. Tom Gunn is like the like the quintessential '80s movie commercial but with matt with tom gun maverick i came out actually very surprised how much i really enjoyed it they made a movie out of this <laughs> and what i mean by that is that like they actually like put dramatic stakes and everything into it not to say the first one didn't have it it's just that like you know the the like the, the bad guys in the first uh in the first movie didn't show up until like 20 minutes after like 20 minutes until the end of the movie to have like a client the like a climax or something because otherwise this that movie could have just ended like right around the time when he uh when when he graduated or when his girl left him or something like that or when him and Iceman like made up or something became good pals like you honestly could have just gotten rid of that altogether but you know it was it was supposed to be you know cool it's the 80s and everything uh but top gun maverick is definitely a lot better it's a it's a much better story uh it the scales are much bigger than than the first one and uh miles teller does a really really great job in this oh and the camera work in the in the movie as well was absolutely awesome i really want to see more behind the scenes stuff about that jurassic world dominion sucked it sucked. This movie is terrible. This this movie is one of the absolute worst films I've seen this year. I'm not joking. Jurassic World Dominion is terrible. Say what you will about the first about the first Jurassic World movie. I would rather watch that one than to watch this third movie and also Fallen Kingdom as well. I don't like it. The Jurassic World movies, and uh, recently I watched uh, the Elvis movie uh, from ba- from Baz Luhrmann, and it's uh, actually I think it's been a while since I've seen a Baz Luhrmann movie. Uh, I did like Moulin Rouge, and I don't th- I think I forgot all about seeing uh, Australia. That movie with uh, Nicole Kidman and Hugh Jackman. But um, coming off as like a person that's not really a big Elvis fan, I will say that uh, I came off thinking like this was a really good dramatic movie um, showcasing Austin Butler, which I think he just exudes Elvis. Like the guy can get the mannerisms, he's got the moves, he's got the singing, he's got the the just the the talking, the mumbling. He's he's got it. Like I really hope in some way that. That this guy gets a like uh, this that uh, this guy gets uh, some sort of recognition in some way of his performance as Elvis because I think it's award worthy to be honest and honestly I had no idea about the whole uh, his manager really was like taking like advantage of him and everything like that I had no knowledge about stuff like that um, I know you can honestly say like well you could look it up on the internet and I'm just like yeah that's true but it's like 
I'm just glad that this movie at least like showcased that to make me want to look that up because I've always looked at his later life and everything when he was in Las Vegas stuck in there getting all fat and everything that's like you know his he was like at the lowest point of his life you know because of him doing this to himself but no but now realize but now realizing that it was like his manager I'm like wow I, I feel bad for the man like I really do and I can't deny the fact that this man has like brought like a people to a certain type of music with blues and and uh, and everything else rock music uh, of the 1950s. So yeah, honestly, I'd say go ahead and check it out, especially if you're an Elvis fan. And I think that about does it. I mean, like I said, I can I can go on for a long time about this, but that would be too long of an episode, and we can't have that. <laughs> but there was some other things that was going on uh, during that time of me uh, getting uh, this laptop and everything. Uh, not only did I be able, not only did I have to upgrade to a uh, a laptop, but I made myself an upgrade to a couple other things that uh, I'm really hoping will pay off in the long run. And what is that? Well, you're just going to have to wait till the next time. So until then, this is Biggie. Keep on gaming. Toy Soldier's War Chest. That's the one. Okay, I remember that one. That one had Rambo oh, in it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've, uh, I have that still, I believe. Or I don't know about Rambo, but GI Joe, like actual GI Joe, Joe property. Yeah, okay. yeah. And uh, apparently, uh, you also get a Masters of the Universe set. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, you do get a Masters of the Universe set. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's pretty badass. I was like, I wish um, that that's the one I wish it uh, had taken off better. And we could we could have stuck with. Yeah, it's just one of those things where. I think it's got to be tricky for game companies right now, especially the game companies are doing the um, the games like Evil Dead, because that seems to be big right now, those kind of games, mm-hmm. because people are only going to put so much attention into one of those games. Um, yeah. Because I don't even know if Evil Dead did well or if it was just a blip on the radar. Um. Well, uh, I only have one real decent metric on that right now, so let me go to Twitch. And Scott, did you ever play any more of it? Uh, since when? Like since when you got it? Oh yeah, I mean, like since la- I don't remember how was it the last time we talked about you playing it though. I don't remember either. But you played it recently? I wouldn't say recently, but it's not been in too long ago. Probably it's not not, not real recent. Okay, I feel like we're <laughs> we're in an interrogation room and you're trying <laughs> not to give anybody up. Yes, <laughs> tell me again. What yeah. exactly were you doing on this time of the day? Because I remember when we talked about it on the podcast. You had you had only played it for like an hour or so, but you've gone yeah, back and put more time into it. Just very very little, uh, but I do I do want to go back and play more. Uh oh, this doesn't sound good. Let's 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 give something to compare it to the yeah. So I don't know. Ooh, I can't I can't even believe that on the time of day. Uh, Evil Dead the game on Twitch right now is down to 181 viewers. Whoa, that's oh, across. Wow. That's across everybody who is broadcasting it right now. Dang. So that's versus. I, I think I think since we played, we talked last. I think I played it maybe, I think once or twice more, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Scott, you were waiting here. What the the rest of the gamers were doing, 
before you said anything, so you can seem like you're you got your finger on the pulse of the game. Honestly, if you want me to be completely honest with you, I didn't even hear what game we were talking about. I was rolling with it. <laughs> were you not paying attention? <laughs> yes, I was, but I got distracted momentarily by something, and no, I lost. For, I lost what we were talking blood, about. This has 268 viewers right now. 268. Okay. Damn. That's sad. Because that's really sad. Because that's on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. 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 Wow. I'm telling you, man. I tried multiple times. I just couldn't get into it. I. You tried, tried multiple times to pay attention. Yes, multiple times I tried to pay attention. Dun, 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 dun. Never, never works. <laughs> never works. No, you you went along with it, well, Scott. You were basically like in I school tried. for your daydreaming, well, and yes. and the teacher calls on you, and you just like. To be completely honest with you, I got a text message on my phone at the exact same time that you brought the game up, and then when you asked me the question, I was like, oh shit, what are we talking about? So uh, why, why yeah. are you looking at your text while we're, <laughs> while we're doing a podcast? Yeah, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be. I'm being bad. You know, I thought with a vacation, you would get that out in, out in control. <laughs> I know, right? I thought you would think so. Boston, can you write them up for me, please? You're the you should, I, I deserve to be wrote up for that one. All right, I'm writing you up for that one. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so you get I, one frowny face. But unlike Whoa. my current, unlike my current job, I don't want to be fired. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that bad, huh? It's that bad. It's that bad. It's it's really bad. I've I've told Scott my opinion on it, and yeah, I, uh, yeah. Okay, so here's what I thought would be kind of fun. Now you guys remember, but a lot of our younger you listeners will not know about this. But back in the day, there were these things called arcades. An arcade was arcades a place, what yes, a place you could go and spend money coins not uh, not like you know like on a card but actual currency and you would use this currency on these machines to play games that oddly enough would look worse when they came home yeah <laughs> oh like, that yeah. was always oh man i remember those days that was so crazy when you would play pac-man in the arcade and then played on the atari and it looked god awful <laughs> yeah it was insane uh. and also when you were younger like if you were us like i don't know about scott in boston but a lot of my days were spent at, at what we call east town mall in oh the yeah arcade there uh playing games so yeah i was an arcade rat when i was a kid i i wasn't i mean i east town mall was like my go-to mall for some reason i was never an arcade rat i, I mean i did play some but i was not yeah. like all the time i was mostly did all my gaming at home okay <laughs> No, I I'm just a at-home gaming nerd. But what I have here is the 10 highest-grossing arcade games of all time. Ooh. And, oh, um, hear this. I think none of these games are past the early 90s. I'll give that as the hint. Okay. And we'll just go in, we'll just go in a row. Boston, you're up. Uh, I mean, I got to at least try and go old school with Pong. Pong is not on the list. Really? No. All right, Scott. I have to go with Pac-Man. Pac-Man is number one. Booyah! Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, with the with the inflation adjusted, it made is that seven billion or seven trillion? I think it's seven trillion. Trillion? Yeah. Seven trillion dollars with inflation adjusted. Wow. Yeah, seven point five billion. No, sorry, billion. Seven point five okay. billion in revenue. When that's, counting still, inflation. that's still pretty damn impressive for an arcade game. Yeah, yeah. Pac-Man's number one. Uh, let's let's get let's get the uh, let's get the father of the uh, difficulty curve, uh, uh, Space Invaders. Oh, number two. 
Yep. Look at you. Look yeah, at you. Yeah. Um, $6.6 billion. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, Scott, you guys are on a roll right now. All right. I know this has got to be high on the list. Has to be. Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong is number 10. Oh, okay. Oh, it's on no. the list, though. $686 million. I thought it would be higher than number 10. Wow. Just because I got to just because I got to know is time crisis on the list? <laughs> time crisis should be, but it's not. <laughs> Scott? Uh shit. Hmm. After this I'll give you a hint. You already said Space Invaders, right? Yes. Uh number 2 is Space Invaders. What about I don't know, like one of the any of the Street Fighter games? You got to pick one. One? No, you got to pick a number. Jesus. No, I, I, that's what I said. <laughs> oh, okay. Street Fighter okay. 1. Street Fighter one. one. Uh, no, Street <laughs> yeah. Fighter 1's not on there. I'll tell you. Okay. That's hysterical. Okay. All right, so I'm <laughs> give you a clue now. There are three fighting games on this list. Well, uh, then let's... I was, about to go, I was about to go for number two, but if, if there are three different fighting games, let's go with Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat Ooh. is number nine. Boom. With okay. $748 million. I think you should just keep going down your list there, Scott. <laughs> oh, Street Fighter games? Yes. We'll go with two. <laughs> when you said one, at first I was like, no, it can't mean one because one did so bad. Uh, oh, but two is on yeah. there. Two uh, yeah. made $3.5 trillion. Trillion? I should I should yeah. have guessed two because that, that was definitely the more, most popular one. Yeah, but you got it, man. You Are you, are you sure we're still on trillions? <laughs> we're still on trillions. Because that would put it above Pac-Man. No. Oh, sorry. It's $3.5 I'm sorry. Right. Okay. So where does that put Street Fighter 2? Street Fighter 2 is number 3 on the list with $3.5 billion, which is insane with how fast that series went down after 2. Yeah. It, it's kind of a weird thing, especially with fighting games, because yeah. of the competitive scenes. Yeah. yeah, the other ones went down, which means everybody's going to keep going back for the OGs, and their sales aren't going to be, or are still going to stay pretty steady. True, yeah. That's why you don't see it. You don't see a, a even right now, I was going... I wanted I wanted to play a wrestling game. I really want to play a wrestling game. Okay. And Steam had the summer sale going on, and I was like, I want to play a wrestling game. And they yeah. were like, every WWE game is still full price. Eat my dick. Really? Uh, yeah, except for the new Damn. one. The new one was pre-purchased at ten percent off. <laughs> Jeez. So I went and found uh, Fire Pro Wrestling World for eight bucks. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> and yeah. And I'm loving it just because it's much more technical than the rest of them. But like. Nintendo games like never go never go down in price because yep. it's like what the fuck are you gonna do buy it elsewhere? <laughs> right, exactly. They've always had that. that yeah, it, it was so weird. Like me and Scott had to share this conversation the other day. Uh, we were at the mall and like Nintendo will do a sale and then their game that's that's already been out for five years will only go down like fifteen bucks. Yep. Yeah, where you can see like uh, Sony and Microsoft games. If you wait a year to get the games, you're probably gonna pay around twenty bucks. Oh hell, oh, we yeah. waited long oh, enough. Sure, uh, we yeah. waited long enough that Epic Game Store to compete with, uh, literally to com- I, I, to compete with Borderlands Three going live on Steam. Yeah, gave away free copies. Really? <laughs> yeah. So we we yeah. got Borderlands Three for free on the Steam at Epic Game Store. Nice. Okay. Smart. Well, just, like, just like with Game Pass, you can get most games free. Day True. One yeah. Now, so. Yeah. If you wait long enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll, we'll anyway. do one more. Uh, Oh, yeah. Awesome, we're gonna do one more round. All right, all right. Yeah. So Street Fighter 2, World Combat. <sighs> I can't imagine that the other fighting game is a Street Fighter game. Okay. 
Yeah, what else would it be? Fighting one. I'm, th- I'm trying to think of what other King of Fighters. No, sir. Fuck. Scott, last was time te- was Tekken on arcade? No, sir. Oh wait, are you saying that's your guess or? Well, Tekken I guess was on arcade, but do you want to? Tekken was on arcade. I guess we'll say that was my guess. Uh, and that was not it. Um, so we'll start down the list now. You got the first three: Pac-Man, Space Invader, Street Fighter. Number four. Miss Pac-Man. At I, I, oh, that, yeah, I was wondering yeah, if Miss Pac-Man counts. was. Which yeah, here's yeah. an interesting fact. That new Pac-Man uh, collection that's out, I think it's on Xbox Game Pass, does not include yeah. Miss Pac-Man because there what? are rights issues with it right now. Oh, no. Yeah, because... Uh, really? You, I don't know if you've ever seen... There was a show on Netflix. I can't think of the title of it, but it was about the history of gaming. It had the guy who does Mario's voice was hosting it, and he basically told the story... Miss Pac-Man started as a hack. That's right. Oh. Namco, Namco bought the rights. And I think recently something's gone up with those rights to the point where Namco did not put it in the new uh, Pac-Man collection. That's, uh, like I said, on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, oh, number, no. oh, yeah. yeah. My favorite of the Pac-Man series. Um, yeah. Today, if Miss Pac-Man came out, people would accuse it of being woke. Um, <laughs> that's true. Uh, God, you're yeah. right. Uh, you're right. Uh, number five. I wish that was a joke, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, it's not, though. No, that's why it's hilarious. Number five, NBA Jam. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. That if I if I had not said Tekken, uh, NBA Jam yeah. was going to be my guess. Yeah, one point yeah. seven trillion. Uh, number. Yeah, six. Why do you keep saying trillion? Billion. Damn it! I just wanted. Live in a world where games makes trillions of dollars. Uh, number six <laughs> is uh, Defender, which that's a surprise Defender. to me. Uh, well, no, I guess I guess at, at the time frame, yeah, that would have been. Yeah, uh, one point five billion, <laughs> um, and this is the one. One hundred billion dollars. That does make sense. Um, Asteroids, one point three billion. Ah, oh, that does. Yes. Yeah. Yes, mm. yes. The other fighting game that we didn't guess. Mortal Kombat 2 with 787 wow. million dollars. Yeah. Boston, you that were close, buddy. Surprise me. You were yeah, close. That shouldn't, it wasn't yep. it wasn't another Street Fighter, it was another Mortal Kombat. Yep. yep. So those were the 10 great uh most grossing ones of all time. So not going with that list, what is your favorite arcade game? That's not on this oh. list. That's not on the list? Yeah, that's not on that list of top 10. Area 51. Hmm. Area 51, that's a good one. I mean, it, I mainly because mainly because I spent so much time playing it. Yeah, it was also one of the first games I ever learned any cheat codes for. Oh, yep. There was cheat codes for Area Fifty One. Oh yeah, do you not know about the the hunter hunter mode where you you technically turn into one of the aliens? Oh no, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh, that it. does sound awesome. Now I wish I had a time machine to go back and tell Street. Oh no, Mall Rat Ryan that. Um, <laughs> uh, I will go any of those four-player arcade games. So, like, the X-Men one, mm-hmm. the Marvel one, Simpsons one, the Ninja Turtles one. Any of those. I love those. Yeah, those are that's good. That's good. I love those, too. They're fun. And what about you, Scotty? Outrun. Outrun is a classic. Yeah. That's played a, a lot of one. Outrun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of some days I wish the arcades could make a comeback because I thought they were fun. Yeah. I get it because they're just, like, Especially those 
the games like the, I was talking about, the, the four-player games, they purposely made them as hard as they could, so that way you would just dump quarters into it. Oh, of course. That's, that's exactly what they did. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of running out of time because we're trying to keep this short. We did want to do something <laughs> kind of interesting. Up front, I'm just going to say, your mom is okay right now, right? Yeah, she is. She okay. is okay. Tell she us should be uh, out tomorrow. Tell us a story, and then when we're ready, okay. Boston is going to get to see uh, what this looks I will, like. I will, yeah, it looks... Uh, okay, we'll get to that. So, yeah. my mom does, works with a lot of rescue groups. Rescue groups. Say that three times real fast. Rescue <laughs> groups for animals like dogs and cats, you know, you name it. Yeah. There was somebody that she knew that her dad... Uh, well, I don't know if he was going into hospice or, or something. He, he was going to re- some sort of a hospital stay, and his indoor cat was 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 left alone inside the home. And there was somebody that was taking care of the cat, but then they they couldn't do it anymore. So they reached out to mom to see if she could uh, help find a, a home for it. So one of the rescue groups that she works with said, yeah, they, they would do it. Uh, so I'll, I'll, she just was needed to go pick it up and take it to them. So she did. Uh, and, you know, she picked up the cat by the, by the scruff like you normally would and tried to put it in the cage. And it got freaked out and bit her on the hand. Oh. Yeah, pretty bad. So that by the time that day was over, her hand looked like she had just gotten bit by, like, a family of brown recluse spiders. Or, or like she just came back from like the Amazon rainforest and some gnarly creature bit her on her hand. I mean, I couldn't believe what I was seeing was from a cat bite. Mm-hmm. She went to her regular doctor the very next day, put her on antibiotics and whatnot. Uh, and I think they did a booster on rabies just to make sure. I mean, the cat was an indoor cat, so I, mean, I know they didn't have rabies. So they said if it's not any better in 24 hours, you need to go to the hospital. So. She uh, sent him a picture of what it looked like the next day. Like, yep, you got to go in because that infection is probably in the bone. Uh, so she was at the hospital for 12 fucking hours before she could oh, even damn. get. Yeah, before she could even get into a room. Uh, so nice. they, yeah, so they they finally uh, you know got her in the room, got her on IV fluids, uh, uh, did a bunch of stuff, uh, and she's finally gets home tomorrow. But how? But, the, but the, I will go ahead and, and message Boston. Send the first normal picture of what your mom Yeah, normal, the normal picture. Yep, and yep. I know people on, on that are listening to this podcast, you can't see what we're going to show here. But I think you're going to hear it in Boston's voice when he sees I mean, this. I think picture. I need to say, I don't think I oh, saved no. the picture of the regular, what her okay. hand normally looks like. Let me look at that real quick. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, so normal hand. My Let's theory was when you start showing me those, I thought she was getting turned into like some kind of cat. Oh yeah, it's insane. It's it's absolutely insane. We've all uh, seen that okay. sleep that Stephen King movie Sleepwalkers. All right, so Boston, uh, check BRB AFK. I'm I'm this I'm... this is this is my mom's normal good hand. It's her left hand. It's her okay. good hand. All right, now this oh, is what it was looking like. Jesus, I like the pause. Whew! Look at them, their sausage. Yeah. Yeah. Look at little yeah. sausage ball. Yeah, yeah. It, it honestly oh, looks all like from a cat they, bite. Yeah, they replaced your mom's hand with a giant dinner roll. <laughs> yeah, it's... yeah, and uh, this is what it. So it looks a lot better. Let me let me show you the new one. Oh, um, that's and so with what the reason they they said that how this happens is with cats uh, because their their fangs are so small. Uh, when they what they do they they puncture your skin really quick and it comes out. It's got such a tiny little little place. 
it goes really far in, but when it comes out, the, the skin, uh, it, it kind of closes up really quick. So the infection stays in. Uh, so it doesn't really have not much of it leaks out. Uh, mm-hmm. so that's what happened. It, it uh, completely stayed in her hand and that's what made it swell up like that. You know what the best part about this whole thing is going to be? Vingy has no idea what the fuck is going on right now. Oh, I know. He's going to see, he's <laughs> going to see that. Chat be like, I know. Fuck is all this? He's going to see messages. He's going to see messages and go, oh, cool. New video game news. The, this the is, fellas are sharing with me. Yes. This is, uh, you can tell if, I don't know if you can tell, but the swell, the swelling on, on that's the, other the cat side bite right is, there, right? Like in the middle. Yeah, that's right. That's where the pus is coming out of it right now. Oh, uh, but it's still, it's a lot less swollen than it was. Yeah. Uh, and she can actually move her fingers again. She probably had uh, to push a lot of pus out. Is that a pun? Hmm. I, I don't know. Well, they did. So uh, she said today, uh, what did they do? Uh, oh, yeah, they lanced it today. Uh, yeah, so they came in and lanced their hand today. Uh, both both puncture wounds, and, the, and so they were soaking it. With my, what, well, I don't know what they were soaking it in. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's what that's the last thing they did. And they did a biopsy, uh, or not a biopsy. They did a um, uh, basically to see what kind of what, what kind of antibiotics they need to give give her. Uh, yeah, they had to yeah, test yeah. for that. So they're going to release her tomorrow. So they don't think with, it was rabies. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, and I didn't either because the cat has been in, the cat's an indoor cat. Okay. Yeah. So that, it was, it's just all, like it's all because, yeah, it's all because it was infected. Uh, that's the whole reason why it came up, up like that. They said, yeah. And obviously we're not telling people out there, don't rescue cats. Right. Uh, just, just be as careful gloves. as possible. Wear gloves. Wear gloves. But I yeah. will say, this is the reason why when we did a vote between dogs versus cats, dogs won. Ah, that's true. They did. <laughs> Although dogs, you know, have it. Sometimes dogs will maul people, but they usually have a reason. Right, cats right. will do it for no reason. Oh, cats are just honorary, man. They'll, yeah. they'll 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 love you for one second and scratch your eyeballs out the next. I think the like suckiest it. thing about this whole thing is she was in a waiting room for over yes, twelve hours. Twelve hours. So at one point, at one point, uh, before she got to the room, the doctor came out. I guess the ER doctor was like, "Yeah, she needs to be on on uh, IV fluids now." I uh, was telling the nurse, and then he, you know, walked away. And then there's oh uh, I can't put you on IV fluids because the doctor didn't put the the order in the computer and sent her and sent oh her back God. into the waiting room again. Don't you and your club hand go back into that waiting room? Right? Are you, uh, uh. Could she not have went and asked the fucking doctor, the one who just said put her on 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 the IV fluids? And she drove to the hospital herself, right? Yeah. Yes. I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine. I know. I mean, not just because I haven't driven in four years. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so that's crazy, but I'm glad she's doing better. That's the important part. Um, yeah, I can is. also say, um, the last episode, um, we mentioned a friend of the podcast, uh, Jamie Skull, um, had just had a, uh, a seizure, um, and was sent home. She was resting comfortably. Uh, she is doing better. Uh, last Good. week she went back to work. Um, they're letting her take it easy. Um, letting her rest when she needs it, not working her hard, but she's um, she's getting back into the thick of things. That's really good. Good yep. to hear that. Yeah, for sure. Because we probably have like three minutes here, I do want to do one re- uh, one recommendation. Yeah, um, go for it. The Shredder's Revenge on um, Xbox, Switch, Playstations. Uh, Xbox, it's on Game Pass. It's free to play. Um, it's super fun if you did like those, like me, if you like those arcade games of the of the past. 
I can do a quick recommendation of a show if you want. Okay, go ahead. Uh, the I, I am absolutely addicted to the Terminal List right now. That's the Chris Pratt military the one. The Chris Pratt military movie. I I also am a just love anything that has to do with revenge or people getting what they deserve. You know, that's just my type of shows. You know, uh, so this is right at my alley. But I am I am loving it. Excellent. I don't even want I don't even want to even talk about it without risking any spoilers. But okay, just trust me. Just check it out. Awesome. Boston Dow, do you feel like you want to do a recommendation since the other two cool kids did one? I mean, I think the, only thing I can think of, the only thing I can think of that I want to recommend is uh, The Boy Season 3. Oh, Jesus good Cal. call. But, good call, sir. Have you finished it? Uh, I, I've not I've not caught up yet. We're we're taking it. Hero-gasm Hero, uh, was the last episode I watched. I got to finish uh, that, yeah. too. I, I respect that, Boston, because I don't like the binge shows. Uh I think you guys are going to love it because whew, the last shot of the season is holy shit. I wish nice. season four would get out soon. And there's a rumor now that Eric Krepke is looking at uh, trying to get uh, Jeffrey Morgan, who played uh, Sam and Dean's dad in Supernatural, mm-hmm. uh, to come into season four. God, that'd be amazing if that happens. Yep. All right. So, Boston, wrap us up. Well, beautiful people of the internet, we thank you so very much for joining us in this quick episode of the PDQ. Uh, Enjoy yourselves, and we will see you all in the next episode. Good night. Bye. See ya. Quotes on PDQs. Okay, so no movie quotes on PDQs, right? <laughs> yeah, right. You don't have to do a movie quote. Right. A movie quote. So I don't expect a movie quote. Just move on. Don't through expect the movie a movie quote. quote. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't expect expect a movie movie quote. Quote. Yes. I mean a movie quotes. No movie Damn quotes. Movie quotes. Damn. Beautiful people of Knox. <laughs> Beautiful people of Knox. Whoa, shit. Shit. Wow. <laughs> Whoa, that just came wow. out of nowhere, <laughs> Boston. <laughs> Oh, that was, I was being basically basically what Boston's saying. If you're not in Knoxville, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I, we don't want your audience. We don't want oh, nothing God. to do with you. I regret usually all there's the way also back to usually there's also a mode. countdown before before it happens, <laughs> and I was still looking at Facebook. Then I just hear people are able to knock through. I think I already, uh, I already uh, hit it. I already hit yeah. it. Then like Scott started in about his no movie quote, so I like I <laughs> yeah. ran with that for a bit. The beautiful people, uh, the beautiful people, the beautiful people, the beautiful people. There we go. We got some bloopers for the real. All right, let's get it yes. going. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs>